Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Billboard.com Pop Shop Podcast. My name is Keith Caulfield, and I am a co-director of charts at Billboard. Joining me is Billboard.com senior editor Katie Atkinson. Hi, Katie. Hey, Keith. <laughs> How are What's you? What's going on? Oh, it's so nice to have a person in front of me to do the podcast. Yeah, this is very true. Normally, although was... I'm always sitting next to you as well, so I'm just always, just always in your life. <laughs> well, no, but but truly, uh, you know, when we used to do the show with Jason. Um, we did over the phone. Yeah. And so every week I'm not reacting to a, a physical person. It is a lot person. more interactive yes. for sure. Yes. yes. So You can't see it, but I'm gesticulating wildly over here and Keith can respond to it she's and She's got it's a great. top hat and a cane and she's doing a little like cabaret <laughs> number. It's, it's amazing. Um, all right. So there's a lot to talk about on this week's show. But first, let me tell you what the podcast is about. It is your one-stop shop for all things pop on Billboard's weekly charts. In addition, you can always count on a lively discussion about the week's big pop news, fun chart stats and stories, and guest interviews with music stars and folks from the world of pop. On this week's show, we'll be talking about so much stuff, but we'll be talking specifically about Adele has some new music, Mm -hmm. which she's been teasing out. Selena Gomez debuts at number one on the Billboard 200. Um, oh, speaking of Selena, she has a new duet with Justin Bieber. Uh, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the Hot 100 and how Drake is uh, releasing a video for Hotline Bling, which may go to number one in the next week or two. And the pop shop, well, specifically me, went to go see Janet Jackson last week at the forum, and it was awesome. And I met Janet Jackson. <gasps> what? I've been withholding that from Katie. <laughs> <laughs> that is new information. That's new information. Oh, wow. When to keep it fresh for the podcast. Oh, my. And like, she she hasn't seen my tweets or anything no. this weekend. So, yeah. Oh, we'll be goodness. talking about that. Meeting the Janet. <laughs> Plus... We've got interviews with Fallout Boy and friend of the podcast and YouTube superstar and all around nice guy, Tyler Oakley. We caught up with Fallout Boy recently to play quick fire Q&A. And Tyler came in to talk about his new book, Binge, and his continuing love of all things Lady Gaga and more. But first, as we always say, we have some housekeeping notes. If you enjoy the podcast, and why wouldn't you? Because you're listening now. Mm-hmm. Subscribe to the show on iTunes so you won't miss a single episode. And while you're there, give us a rating. You know, just click on those little stars. You know, give us you know five stars or six if they've added six now. That'd be great too. <laughs> um, and if you have any questions for us, you can tweet us. Uh, I'm at Keith underscore Caulfield. 
Or Katie is actually at a handle that I screwed up last week. <laughs> I am at KT Atkinson. Yes. It's or, a little complicated. Yeah, it's, well, you know, it's, there's a, it's a K and a T because it stands for Katie. But your name <laughs> See is, what I did there? Right. It's like KT Oslin, the country uh-huh, singer. Uh-huh. Yep. Not really country anymore, but more of a pop. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Don't forget KT Tunstall. Right. But your name is Katie, K-A-T-I-E. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. We're going to talk about your name and yep. how to spell it for a while. That's the next podcast. This is scintillating conversation <laughs> for the bo- podcast. Um, and also, of course, you can just follow Billboard, you know, at Billboard, because that's the mothership. Um, if you want to explore more podcasts from the world of Billboard, visit iTunes.com slash Billboard Podcast, because this is not the only podcast we have. We've got others. As Jason and I would joke, we had babies. <laughs> um, so I think, I mean, lots of stuff happened this week, as always. Uh, but I think probably the the biggest news <laughs> might be the fact that Adele dropped a snippet of we're assuming a brand new song. Yeah. During um, the uh, X Factor UK. X Factor UK mm-hmm. yesterday, so it would have been on Sunday. October 18th. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, uh, it was just it was like almost like a lyric video for like 15 seconds yeah. maybe yeah it's like 20 seconds and it's glorious yes <laughs> um, we don't know what the name of the song is um, I'm hoping the name of the song is Ellipses Ellipses <laughs> because she <laughs> she ends it with a dot 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 to be continued moment yeah so the it's just it. so if go find it Billboard has a story as does most every other website yeah. in the world the internet has this one cover yeah the internet's got this <laughs> Um, just turn on the turn on the computer. Turn on the internet. Turn on the internet. <laughs> Fire up the internet. Fire up the internet. <laughs> Type in the words Adele and Google, and this will be the first thing that comes <laughs> yes. up. Um, yeah, no, I mean the song just starts off with "Hello, it's it's me again." That you're looking for. Yeah, hello. <laughs> um, and uh, it, it the the video is just lyrics on a black screen, and then the end it, it ends with um three dots three uh, like an ellipses which we're assuming is ellipses sort of like a to, com- mm-hmm. to be continued but we don't know what is to be continued because adele her record labels no one from her camp has tweeted facebook messaged anything there was no date in the commercial there was no information other and it, it didn't even say adele i mean we just know her voice we it assume didn't it's adele. Say adele didn't even say Adele. well ryan tedder who was a, a collaborator of Adele and um, is also, of course, the lead singer of One Republic. Tweeted shortly afterwards. He just tweeted simply Adele with a smiley face. Mm-hmm. So most people assume that that was confirmation that the voice we heard was Adele. There's no way that can't be Adele's Adele. voice. It's Adele. It's Adele. So w- what does this all mean? Until next week's Pop Shop podcast, we're like, it was a sound alike. <laughs> it, um, it was a sound alike. <laughs> it was all a ruse. Someone paid a lot of money for the X Factor commercial spot. Um, this has to mean that music is is imminent. Imminent. Yeah. Like, like whether imminent. it's the whole song coming like uh, Friday, I don't know, or whether it's the album being imminent. I really don't think that she would just drop like a surprise digital album on right. Friday. Because she has her, – her, her fan base is so large and she sold so many physical CDs yeah. with 21. I would fear that she would I, – I would – 
if I were her team, it's like, no, we're going to we're gonna have so many sales with physical yeah. albums. But then again, Beyonce probably thought that too. Yeah. It was like, well, I still sold a ton. Well, but uh, probably, I'm assuming Beyonce's audience skews a little younger. So the whole yeah. surprise thing just works better, you know, with the people who are typically buying digitally. Like super digital yeah. friendly Beyonce yeah. fans. Whereas Adele, her fans go from like 8 to 80. Yeah. And there are like grandmas buying her album, yes. like still this week at a Starbucks <laughs> somewhere. 21. Oh, oh hadn't it? had a chance to pick this one up <laughs> Yet. I think I saw a repeat of, of her the other day on NPR. Um, I don't know what that voice was. That was, was an impression of my mom. Yeah. For sure. It's like, uh, I've heard about this this singer named Adele. Yeah. Adele. Does she work at an Adele? Uh, um, so what we know about this album uh, in terms of when it's coming, we assume it's coming before the end of the year. It's got to be ready for Christmas. Gotta I mean, be. it's got to be a Christmas album. But if, if we already know... <sighs> You don't release it like, I mean, there's only two months left basically yeah. before Christmas. Yeah. So eight weeks. Yeah. You got eight release days to pick from. Yeah. You're certainly not going to put your album out on the same day as Justin Bieber in One Direction. Mm, yeah. Especially considering One Direction is your label mate on Sony. And Although if she did that, she might outsell them and that would be kind of amazing. Oh, she would outsell them. <laughs> right. Okay. How much, how much do you think ballpark? Adele's album will do in its first week oh, in terms man. of just in just plain old traditional uh, normal okay. album oh, sales. Okay, so like we're just talking album sales. We're not talking fancy album consumption okay. units. Well, because I was gonna say like uh, I was gonna say a half million, which is is that conservative? I think that's conservative. Do you think it's conservative for album sales for ever for physical sales even? Taylor Swift's last album, 1989, did yeah. a million in its first week. More than a million. And how many, but how many of that was in album sales? That was all album sales. Oh, it was all, whoa. Okay, I think that Adele could get up there. Yeah. I'm going to go 750, though. I'm not going all the way to a million. Is that, am I still being conservative? I don't know. This is all, this is just the, 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 right, well, the joy of, of the guessing game. I, I'm going 750. I'm if, sticking it on, uh, on tape here. If, if anyone can do a million... It's a doubt. Yeah. If anyone else, if anyone else yeah. aside from Taylor Swift, <laughs> yeah, can do a million, it's Adele, and I think that's kind of been the through line the past few years when people have talked about like, oh, can anyone else do a million? Yeah. And the recurring theme is possibly Adele. Maybe. Yeah. Just because Twenty One sold more than ten million copies yeah. in America. Yeah. Was number one for like twenty one. 22 something weeks I should know this since I manage that chart <laughs> um arguably like the the most successful album uh in the past like 10 years in America but what about it's well it's different though. I was gonna say what about its debut week but she was a different artist it still had it, a big debut it week it still had something like 300 something thousand right or, but it what but she wasn't Adele no, yeah so like there, people knew her and no there was there was she 19 was a consistent album mm-hmm. that was her first album mm-hmm. her second album was 21. First album, 19, did well. It had Chasing Pavements. It, it won her a Grammy Award for mm-hmm. Best New Artist. And then when Rolling in the Deep came out in November of 2011, uh, 10? I don't know. It's been a while. That was the first single from the album. And she just built, like, Rolling in the Deep became a phenomenon. Oh, yeah. And then by the time the album came out, she had built such a story. And then someone like you just... And- Kept it Set going. Fire to the rain. Yeah. So she had yeah. three number ones on the Hot 100. Yeah. So, and then it all, you know, and then she, the last, her last proper new single that came out was Skyfall three years ago for the James Bond film, uh, the same name, which she won an Academy Award for. Not too bad. And a Grammy <laughs> Award. Not too bad. Um, and now, 
we're at the point where her new album is going to come out, and I can only imagine the pressure that is on her of trying to follow up 21. Yeah. But I, I'm pumped by the commercial. Like, I know it's a very, like, such a small, brief snippet, but the it seems to continue on the theme of, like, I'm still not over you kind of thing. <laughs> like, the same dude who broke up with her before 21, she wants to meet up with him and, like, still hash it out. Like, that's what it sounds like. And I'm just on board. Like, I love it. Um, so everyone go check it out um, because if we've just spent the past, I don't know, 10 minutes talking about Adele, then clearly you must be interested too. It's the All Adele podcast. It's the All Adele podcast. <laughs> it's the Adele cast. <laughs> you know, there, there are entire podcasts dedicated to things that you think that you don't have a lot to talk about, but there And are. then once you start talking. There's a whole podcast dedicated to the Gilmore Girls. It's oh, the, I, oh, the Gilmore I, Guys. I'm all in on that. Did you see? Oh, well, we're going to digress. I'm not going to do it. We'll <laughs> nope. save it for after nope. the show. <laughs> um, let's talk about Selena Gomez. Yes. Um, her new album, Revival, debuts at number one on the Billboard 200 yes. albums chart. Top sec- Shot podcast guest last week. Yes. Probably what helped her get to number one. All that exposure she got <laughs> from the podcast. I can only imagine. <laughs> um, it moved 117,000 equivalent album units last week. Um, it's her second number one album following her last album, actually, her last studio album, which was uh, Stars Dance, released in 2013. Um, the new album actually is her first album for Interscope Records. Um, she previously charted four studio albums plus a Greatest Hits album all through Hollywood Records. Uh, Hollywood, of course, is part of the Disney. Disney music group, and that's where you know most people are familiar with Selena is from her role on Wizards of Waverly Place. Thank you. I was like, the show where she's like a wizard. What's that show? They live on like Waverly Place, I think. It's like, they're, what? Oh, that one. Um, the, the album actually sold, the new album did 85,000 in pure album sales. That is not her best sales week. Um, that's her second biggest sales week. Uh, her, her biggest sales week actually was registered with Stars Dance, her last album, which did 97,000 in its first week. But I think Selena's having a moment, even though those numbers aren't incredibly huge. She's probably more popular now in sort of a mainstream way than she yeah. ever has been. Well, and Good For You, isn't that her biggest single? Her, her biggest single ever. Yeah. Um, it, it's her first number one on the mainstream Top 40 chart, which is known as Pop Songs Airplay on Billboard.com, and also her highest charting single on the Billboard Hot 100. Yeah. Went to number five. Yeah. Um, and then the next single... Um, same love. Thank you. Um, <laughs> is moving up the Hot 100 as well. It's a great week. song. I, that's what I think is like the big thing for her right now is like her music is better than it's ever been before. And yeah. so, and it's, I feel like the more like great songs she puts out, the more this album is going to do and the better like it's going to be for her as an artist, like moving forward, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm impressed. Uh, I'm impressed, Selena. When I hear, when I hear the same old love, same love, same old same old love. Same old love. Not same love. The Macklemore and yes. Ryan Lewis song. That would be interesting, though, to hear Selena Gomez cover <laughs> yes. that. Yes. Um, when I hear it, I hear, I, I don't, I don't really hear Selena a whole lot. I, I do hear her, but to me, it sounds like, um, it sounds like possibly Charlie XCX, which I think Charlie XCX actually wrote the song. Oh, interesting. Um, because I, I just, I, I hear it, it, it seems like it's kind of like in not, and I don't mean it in a, in a poo-poo-y way it's kind of like when you hear taylor swift's wildest dreams and you hear lana del rey yeah totally um with this i hear echoes of other pop singers but not in a bad way it just sounds very contemporary and it reminds me of other people um though i kind of wish it was probably a little bit more distinctive but i still feel it's 
a good song yeah it's a good look for her well i feel like it, i think good for you did so well because like it's it's that's like a really like naked song like yeah. it's a really spare beat and it's like just her voice and it sounds like her singing voice sounds like her speaking voice so it's like really it just really seems personal that right. song I don't know. I think that's why it resonated so much. Uh, and I think coming after the heart wants what it wants. Yeah. And that was like sort of an unlikely hit. Yeah. You know, where it was again, a very naked song. Yeah. People like, like her, like as a personality. Yes. You know, so any song that kind of gives insight into that. Right. Yeah. Whether it be that true or not. Right. Or whatever. Um, we like to think we are getting to know her. <laughs> speaking of getting to know her, there is a duet that she did with Justin Bieber that leaked over the weekend. Yeah. Not even really leaked. It, like was played on Katie, it tell like, me about yeah this. it sounds like it was officially debuted on drake's ovo station and so like it was a you know legitimate song that was debuted but they didn't want to release it they didn't put it anywhere you know on youtube or spotify or didn't put it up for sale or anything but of course the internet you know takes hold when something gets played and so it got um put on soundcloud and it got put you know, on, you know, YouTube's not, not Justin uh, Bieber's YouTube. And so people were listening to it all weekend. First of all, it's really good. Like Mm -hmm. it's, it's a really, it's a really great, um, kind of cool R and B sounding song. We assume it's called strong, but we don't strong is what it was labeled as. Um, I actually, I think when they debuted it, they referred to it as strong. So I think we can assume it's called strong. Do do we know? And do we know how they introduced it on the show? Like, and here's, you know, like I don't, and like I don't Drake even know, like if Justin in, himself, like you know, called in and like yeah, dropped off I, the MP3. This I know nothing about, okay. like this, because I, I actually like in all the versions I've heard it on, I didn't hear it with any sort of intro or anything. I only heard the song, hmm. and that's it. Um, but we're assuming, I mean, because Selena's album just came out, it's probably on Justin Bieber's album that comes out next month. We assume, assume, but we don't know. We don't know. We I mean, don't. Could, we don't know when Adele's song is coming out. We, we don't, don't know, know anything. <laughs> the internet is just dropping these little like clues, and we're just trying to follow I, it, them. It almost feels like this. This. This track was something that they recorded probably like two years ago, like maybe when she was doing the heart wants what it wants. Like maybe they did this song together because it seems like the song. If you listen to it, if you read it into being about them, it seems like it's. It could be like, like a relationship post-mortem, basically. Yeah. Like, I'm not very good at this love thing. Like, that's kind of right. how the lyrics and, are. And, you know, I mean, he, it could have been, you know, they, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm personally not that invested in interpersonal relationships between pop stars. What? What? <laughs> I don't really care that much. Um, um, so, Although, I am curious. Have there been other examples of... Uh, artists who broke up and then had a song together. Well, Chris Brown and Rihanna did a remix of I forget what that was. Uh, Is that officially released? The it was it was out. Yeah, and radio was playing it. I'm, I it may have been serviced because that's the first thing I thought of. It just seems like a rare thing to have. I mean, like I'm looking forward to that Miranda Lambert Blake Shelton duet like in five months or something. Well, that'll be hot. That would be as Jason would say, hot fire. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Hot fire. Country divorce song. Yes, please, please yes. make that happen. I was like, did the Redland? Like, I mean, who, well, I don't know. Anyway, um, <laughs> God, uh, I'm like, did well, don't know. I'll just keep thinking of stuff. I'm like trying to think of like other couples that like broke up. That, like, Story coming soon to Billboard.com, where Keith and I actually sit down and figure this into out. into a rabbit hole. <laughs> um, well, we talked about how Selena is doing well on the Hot 100 with her latest single. Speaking of the Hot 100, The Weeknd's Hills is still number one. Look at that. Um, the Hills are still alive at number one. Hey, puns. Um, 
It actually had a big gain in sales as expected thanks to the newly released remixes of the track that were released last week. One features Eminem and one features Nicki Minaj. We talked about it last week. Go listen to the show uh, that we talked about last week. Um, on its heels, though, is Drake's Hotline Bling. Yeah, it's so um, close. Still at number two. Has a gain. Continues to climb in airplay. Oh, yeah, the airplay. I, oh, it is on the radio a lot. Yes, I think radio just suddenly woke up to this song yeah. about like a week ago. Seriously. Um, can it bump the hills from number one next week? We don't know. We'll see. Um, we're we're, we're going to talk about the video in just a second. It seems that like... That won't hurt. Yeah, the video see, will not hurt its chances. The video, the video does factor into the Hot 100. Um... Uh, streams of it do factor into the Hot 100 because the Hot 100 blends airplay, sales, and streams. And the video is scheduled to come out today, Monday the 19th. We It has not come out yet. We are talking about this with blinders. Um, but so, full disclosure, I'm like, we haven't seen it. We assume it's coming. So if you listen to this on Tuesday and the video hasn't come out, don't blame us. Blame Drake. <laughs> Can't we just start talking about it as if we've seen it? I guess we could. Wasn't it great, Keith? That was an amazing Drake video. When he did that one thing, I was that like, one oh thing, my God. When, when, <laughs> when he rode into town on the back of the horse. When Janet Jackson came out. Right. That was crazy. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> so many stars in that video. Beyonce was in it. It was I, He got Madonna to show up and he, they made out again. Oh. I mean, come on. Um, by the way, if, if Hotline hits number one on the Hot 100, it will be Drake's first number one as a lead artist. He's had one number one previously, but he was the featured act on the track. It was Rihanna's What's My Name. Yes. So he he actually considers himself as not having actually had a number one. And he is gunning for it. Yes. He, <laughs> he, he wants it. He actually, um, he actually Instagrammed this last week. He said, um, and it was a screen, he screen grabbed a tweet from Billboard. So specific, and in the tweet. Thank you, Drake. Yeah, thanks, Drake. <laughs> um, and the tweet was about how Hotline Bling is at number two or moving up to number two on the Hot 100. And this was a week ago. Um, can it go to number one? And he wrote in part, he said, if I get my first number one during the month of October, it will be the biggest moment of my career to date, in my mind, in parentheses. And if you are looking for me on that particular evening, I will be passed out in the water slide that connects to our pool. I love Drake's life. <laughs> Tough life that Drake has. Um, I so love he, it. One, I love the fact that like Drake is like checking for the Hot 100. Yes. Which is amazing. Yes. And it reaffirms what we know is that the Hot 100 is the chart of record that it shows the most popular Keith's songs. It reaffirms Keith's life purpose. Yes. <laughs> well... <laughs> There's a whole lot of charts running around that think they're all like, you know, like important and stuff. But the chart that people care about is the Hot 100. As you pointed out to me. Yeah, Justin Bieber actually just had a quote. He did an interview with Access Hollywood last week. And, you know, he talked about his naked pictures. That was one aspect of right. it. But he, one part of the interview. Yeah, one part. But he also talked about um, having his first number one with uh, What Do You Mean last month. And he said, you know, people think I've had one already. I've been around for a while. I've had, you know, good big hits. Obviously, we know Boyfriend went to number two. And he's like, I've, I've had number ones on iTunes. But, like, having that Billboard number one, like, means everything to me. And made a big point to say, like, that was the one he was waiting for and, like, was really pumped about because, getting it. And he specifically said because the Hot 100, like, 
com combines everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, it's like airplay and streams and da 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 da. Yep. So and thanks again, I, thanks Justin. I, li I like <laughs> I like the subtle the subtle shade, but not necessarily shade at iTunes. Like you know, you know, I've had number ones on iTunes. I've had those lame iTunes number ones, but. <laughs> So I just love it when people say, I'm number one on iTunes. I'm like, yeah, we'll check back in 10 minutes. Yeah. Are you still number one then? Uh, yeah. Talk to Billboard and let's see if you've been number one for the whole week. Now we're just out and out. This is not even shade. This is just, this is just hate. It's not. No, I mean, I, I, uh, I, yeah. <laughs> Moving uh, on. Speaking of people with number ones, um, I went to a Janet Jackson concert yeah. last Friday. Oh my God. I, I'm like on pins and needles. To hear about you meeting her. And I got to meet Janet. It's so insane. Ridiculous. It was ridiculous. What happened? Um, okay, so, boy, this is going to turn, we've got to watch the time because this is going to turn into. <laughs> Dull and now Janet. Well, I mean, <laughs> how often do I get to talk about meeting Janet? Oh, my Jackson? God. Because I've never met her. Yeah. I've never actually seen her, like, in, like. The flesh. I've, yeah, I mean, I've. Bleh. So. <laughs> Friday. Is this um, about how you sounded when you met her? No, no I don't really remember. <laughs> um, so, so okay, so it was Friday night at the Forum in Inglewood, California, or just LA. Uh, they call it the Fabulous Forum now. Mm -hmm. um, it's sort of the 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 reconfabulated, reconfigured, new and fabulous Forum. The Forum is a historic venue in Los Angeles. It's where the Lakers used to play before they moved to Staples Center, um, like two decades ago. And the forum um, has been revitalized, and uh, Janet played the forum on Friday night. Um, fun point of fact, or point of note, my very first concert, which I've mentioned before, was Janet Jackson. Oh, full at the circle forum. moment. At the I didn't know that part. In 1994. Oh, my goodness. So 21 years later, I wow. see Janet again at the new Fabulous Forum. Wow. The difference is, though, back then I was in college I know it took me a long time to see a live show. I guess so, especially considering the career that you are in. Yeah, well, I wasn't in that career yeah. when I was in college. Yeah. Like I was just I was just a fan and yeah. I, I paid for tickets and yeah. went to the show and was up in the rafters somewhere and now 21 years later I went to the show uh, with Gail Mitchell who was our um, senior editor covering R&B and hip hop and I was her plus one. And uh, we get to the show we didn't know, like, what kind of access or tickets we were going to have right. before we got there. We we had tickets through Janet's um, label, yep. or through BMG, actually. And so we got there and picked up our tickets, and inside the envelope were two tickets. Yay! And then we had access to, like, the Forum Club, which is this fancy, like, club inside the venue where there's, like, free food and stuff. Great food. Very fancy <laughs> celebrities and folks. And then there was, like, these things like these stickers that you put on your chest that say meet and greet oh that you know janet did not know about that part and we're like in. we're like what and of course gail and i are like uh okay we didn't know we were gonna get this oh my goodness and there's a note inside that says you know janet would like to meet you after the show <gasps> oh my goodness you know, you know the golden if, ticket if she has time you know she you know blah 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 blah, wow. blah come, come meet us back at the forum club after the show and we'll you know so Gail and I were like, uh, okay, we'll see if this really happens. And so we watched the show. We had wonderful seats. Um, the show was just nonstop hits. Yeah. Um, there's a review on Billboard.com. Uh, it's just 
She doesn't play like a lot of songs in full. Like she'll play like a minute and a half or two minutes of each song. So it's like a DJ'd show of like her <laughs> like greatest hits. It was like the like the like the first chunk of the show where she does she opens with "Burn It Up," which is the new okay. Missy Elliott yeah. track with her, and then and I don't even remember the order, but it was like like control and then like seven other like number ones or something just ridiculous and it would each song the crowd was like what yeah oh my god ah! it was just like it's like you like that one here's another and she even said it and i think it's, it's part of her canned thing where she says each you know she's like so many hits and we're just getting started so many number ones and we're just getting started i'm like that's right so yeah it was an amazing show uh, very thing. very streamlined, very simple. There wasn't a whole lot of bells and whistles to the show. It was a very simple stage. There wasn't like a catwalk. There wasn't like like tons of stuff to detract. I mean, there was a little bit of pyro, a little bit of sparklers. She had like a lot of dancers. She had like probably like fifteen or something dancers. Um, but she did the dance moves you remember. She does the she does the if dance. She does you know the rhythm nation dance. She does you know all the things you enjoy. No costume changes, which I thought was a little weird. Mm. Completely head to toe in all black. She looked great. She looked amazing. Yeah. I mean, I also got to see her up close. So anyway, <laughs> after the show, after the show, we uh, go back to the forum club and we get organized about where we're supposed to go and stand in line to meet and greet Janet. <sighs> and so uh, we are waiting in this line. We it's it's we ultimately get to her two hours after the show is over with. The meet and greet, there were probably like, I want to say like 200 people. Oh, wow. And I was just like, okay, there's no way she's going to get through this entire Right. Because there's too many people here. Yeah. Because in the audience that night was like Beyonce, Channing Tatum, yeah. Queen Latifah. There were like a boatload of like celebs. Right. And Gail and I were just like, okay, she's going to have to like meet and greet Beyonce. And yeah. Who knows how long that'll take. <laughs> And she just maybe and and you know, on top of that, her parents were at the show. Yeah. Latoya Jackson was at the show. Man, you know, I mean, it was like everyone from her label, her management, they were all there. I'm like, all right, we are. I'm so far down this totem pole, <laughs> I ain't gonna get in there. But we were literally the next to last people in the line. Whoa! And we get to the curtained off thing, and we get to the door. Well, the, the curtain, and the guy at the door is like. Okay, how many in your party? We're like just two. Yeah. We're like, and who are you with? We're like, uh, well, and Gail was like, well, we got our tickets through, you know, so and so. And then the guy that was immediately behind the curtain stuck his head out. He's like, oh no, 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 we, we bring him. We, I, I got it. Like it was, it was someone who works with her okay. team. Okay. And we had talked to him earlier. I was like, oh okay. And as we walk in, Gail goes first, and we're walking to her. And it's a room like there's a photographer, and there's like you know people with her yeah but like this big like a full lighting setup the whole thing to take photos and she's there talking to gail and i don't really remember what gail said (laughs) it was all a blur i know that the gentleman that was with her management team walked over and told janet oh this is the the guy who wrote the story about number one oh my god and i'm like yeah Okay, and then Gail said something to Janet, and then Janet turned to me, and all I saw was just like Janet and a like, wall of hair, just ton- <laughs> like just Janet. <laughs> and I was all I could, all I remember saying was, "Oh, hi, I'm Keith," you know, and I think I said I'm from Billboard. <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, I said congratulations on your number one album, and she's like, "Oh, thank you." And, oh my goodness! And then 
I don't know what else we said. That might have been it. And then the photographer was like, okay, come on, guys. We got to take the photo. Like, you know, get in close. And I, Gail and I were on either side of Janet. Oh, and we took a photo. God. And then I was like, oh, where do we? Oh, we're, okay, we're done. And then we're leaving. <laughs> and then we left. And I'm like, I don't know what just happened. Did I say words? And I was like, what did you tell her, Gail? And Gail said, oh, I, I told her, you know, thank you for making it all about the music. Oh, and Gail. Look at Gail. Look at Gail. I guess, I mean, I... But when she turned around and looked at me and I walked up and I was like, all I could see was like just glowing, perfect Janet, perfect makeup, perfect hair, perfect. And it was. That's incredible. I don't get like verklempt like. Yeah. uh, Normally because I've done enough red carpets and I've talked to people. But it was just like this weird out of body like yeah. this person who i've literally like grown up with yeah who i've seen in so many videos you can't go to any more concerts you realize right you just began and end with that it's just, it was <laughs> no more concert and i've i've never done i don't like a like a like a pro, like a meet and greet yeah thing. like well i just i'm like oh she ain't doing no meet and greet she's a yeah. superstar <laughs> no evidently she did that's really crazy um, and evidently there's going to be a photo uh that i will be able to download because she does this, I guess, at a lot of shows. She does meet and greets, like some special VIP fans. And like, there's a website. I've gone to it. I have a password. You're babysitting it, waiting. I, I mean, I don't know what I'm going to look like. She'll look amazing. <laughs> I could look like, you know, the hunchback of Notre Dame. Like, uh, hi, Janet. I'm that guy from somewhere that did a number one story about you. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so, yeah, that was my Janet Jackson wow. experience. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. It's so insane. It was. It was. Yeah, yeah. Man. Anyway, um, but we have to move on. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. Um, there's so much more left in the podcast. You think that would normally be the end of the show? This, uh, I mean, Janet's typically the finale, but 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 we actually have two interviews this week. Yes. Um, our first interview is actually with Fallout Boy. Uh, we talked to them um recently. Um, full disclosure is at the iHeart Radio uh, concert in Last Vegas. Last month, yeah. So it was you know relatively recently. Yeah. Um, you can watch a little video of our part of our chat actually online. But we did something separate that was just exclusive to the podcast. We played our fishbowl Q and A game. We did fifteen questions with Fallout Boy. I like the alliteration there. <laughs> um, uh, it was with um Joe, Pete, Patrick, and Andy. And uh, when you're listening to this, we actually start with Joe and we work towards Pete, Patrick, and Andy, and then we go back to Joe. So if you're hearing the questions, that's the order that it is. Um, so without further ado, here is our Fishbowl Q&A game, 15 questions with Fallout Boy. Take it away, Fallout Boy. Welcome, Fallout Boy, to the Billboard Pop Shop podcast. So thrilled to have you here. We are going to play a game with you, a very fast-paced game called 15 Questions in a Fishbowl. It's totally authentic and new. So each of you will take a question out of the fishbowl. We will pass it around. You will read it out loud and answer quickly and succinctly. Okay, are we ready? Yes. Mm-hmm. You first. Okay. Sick. Here we go. Yeah, no long answers. I read the question, that's it? Read the question and yeah. answer it. Have you talked to Jake Carlin lately, the model on the cover of American Beauty, American Psycho? Yeah. No. 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 Moving on. But we did make him popular at his school. I heard about that. <laughs> Everyone is very, very happy to know him. How many languages do you speak? Zero. About a half, <laughs> I think. <laughs> about a half a language. And you can just throw it on the ground. We're done. Moving uh, on. We're quick. We don't quick. waste time. Bam. Bam, bam, bam. 
What was the first album you bought? The first album I bought with my own money was uh, Alanis Morissette, Jagged Pill. Ooh, Next. What's one of the best concerts you've ever seen? And I saw Radiohead once, and that was pretty cool. That's good. Yeah. All right, here we go. We waste no time. I'm so slow. We're maximizing the efficiency. How many instruments can you play, and what are they? I can uh, play guitar, and I can play bass, and I can play some keys and stuff, and that's mostly it, and, and some other bell. stuff. I can kind of just pick up stuff and make it up, sort of, and figure it out as I go. Xylophone. Yeah, I can do xylophone yeah. for sure. <clears throat> what was the last concert you saw? I saw Kanye West last night. With a lot of lights. Yes. So many lights. <laughs> all, all of so them. Many, one might say all of them. All yeah. of the lights. Every single one of them was there on stage. <laughs> what is your favorite board game? Um, my friends have started playing this board game called Munchkin, and I've been playing along with it. It's, it's kind of fun. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's Google it, everyone. Card game. You're listening. Google. But there's a board involved. There's a board. You move, it's the, sort, you move the things around. Yeah. It counts. Okay. Have you ever voted for American Idol now? Because <laughs> you've performed on Idol before, so you know. Yeah. Did you ever haul in 10 years ago and go for Kelly Clarkson? How many tattoos do you have? Either one or 100. It depends they who you ask. Together. Yeah, it's kind of all one block. I was just asking you. Yeah. You have them. I have, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next. We're almost done. Where have you not played a show but would like to play? Well, we famously did not make it to Antarctica. I don't yeah. know if we want to go back or not. So believe. Yeah. I do, <laughs> I do at some point. Me and you. Might be the side project. The, the acoustic the, the side The penguins. <laughs> no time to waste. What's your favorite pizza topping? Uh, like I said, these are all over the map, but they're still fun. Um, uh, uh, Clam chowder. Uh, Lie right now. Yeah, I, I, I want to stumbling because I can't, I can't think of yeah because I like pepperoni, pizza in general. You, doesn't, you, you put anything on it. Pizza other pizza. other pizzas. I don't know. Yeah, I'm yeah. happy. Smaller pizzas. Smaller pizzas. Pizza, yeah. pizza. All right, next. Do you have a favorite holiday song? Wasn't there a holiday song with David Bowie and like Bing Crosby? Yes. It, yeah. They that was did, cool. They did. Uh, David Bowie, Bing Crosby. Boy, it was the drummer boy. Yeah. Great. Next. Look, there's only three left. What's your favorite holiday and why? I like Christmas because I never got to celebrate it growing up because I grew up Jewish. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good reason. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing weird about that. What? That's cool. Fun. My wife is Protestant. We celebrate Christmas. No, I know. Why is that feel, weird? No, I feel, I feel like you've been neglected. Yeah, no, I have been neglected. I know. I was in. That's the last one. Like, you can share it. 31 Christmases. Yeah, I need 31 gifts, too. What's your favorite Disney animated movie? Because you're on that new Disney compilation coming out. A Fight Club is what I was told. <laughs> I'm not sure that counts. Uh, my favorite, just thinking about it right now, would probably be Lilo and Stitch. I don't know. That's a good one. Yeah. And our last question, everyone. Okay, so we both got this one. Oh, so. God, I hope it's a good one. So what is your favorite Green, Green Day, Day song? song? Hey, it's about music. Basket uh, case. I wrote these, by the way, so like lots of research great. involved. Yeah, yeah, great. Your basket case is the answer yeah, for great. both of us. We should have said it in unison, sorry. One, two, three. Basket, Basket case. case. Oh, that was great. Thank you so much, Fallout Boy. Thanks so much to Fallout Boy for hanging out with us for a few minutes and playing a fun little game. Um, I enjoyed hearing about how Lilo and Stitch is uh, Pete Wentz's favorite Disney animated movie. Um, I enjoyed hearing about how um, Joe's favorite holiday is Christmas because he grew up Jewish. So now he can celebrate Christmas. <laughs> Forbidden fruit. Forbidden fruit. <laughs> <laughs> um, and now it's time for our second interview. An embarrassment of riches. Yes, this one's a little bit different. Um, this one is actually uh, with Tyler Oakley, who is a friend of the podcast. Um, this is actually his second time on the show. The first time he was on, he co-hosted the show in full. Um, and this time he just came in to talk to Katie and I 
about uh, a lot of stuff, uh, specifically his new book, Binge, which is out uh, today, the 20th, um, as well as a new documentary about him coming out in December. Um, and how he's just, you know, fabulous in general. That was us telling him that. And also, <laughs> we talked about Lady Gaga, his queen, mm-hmm. um, and his good friend Troy Savon, who is doing quite well in music right now. Um, so, uh, here's our chat with Tyler Oakley. <laughs> Hello, Tyler Oakley. Hi. Hi. Welcome back to the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast. Thank you for having me back. I'm so happy to be here. Yay. Last time you were here, you co-hosted the show. This time you're not co-hosting. I know. This is pretty rude. I know. I think it's pretty (laughs) disrespectful on your part. It's just a sign of how you did last time. That's all. (laughs) Listen, I talk shit about Madonna one time, (laughs) and then I'm never invited back. Funny you should mention that. Oh, what? What happened? The the last time when you were here, Mm -hmm. um, we talked about... Gaga and Madonna. Yeah. And your queen. Yeah. Gaga. And then uh, you were talking about the importance of, of kindness in your pop stars. What, did, what did I do wrong? Basically, I feel basically, like you're about to like drag me for something. No. <laughs> basically shading Madonna saying that she wasn't kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Effectively. And I was like really caught off guard during the show because you were just like, well, you know, it's important to be kind. And I'm like... <laughs> And I'm like Tyler Oakley just basically like put like my pop diva on blast. Listen, and I all I, I want I was is like, I didn't the want best to for everyone. You. No, 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 I don't get offended. I was, I was like, I don't know, this isn't going as well as I planned. No, it was so fun. Are you kidding? Well, oh, so, but gracious. at the time, that was before the Met Gala costume ball when Gaga and Madonna and Katy Perry all hung out and took pictures know, together. I know, I know. So everything is correct. a meeting of the minds. Everything is right in the world. Do of you pop think divas. one picture? There was like sim- three pictures. Symbolizes peace in the world. And that's why I'm asking you. Any photographer could have been like, get together, I'm taking a picture. Yeah, but Gaga... I have been to events and they've squished people together just for the picture. Yes, but Gaga posted that photo, like two different photos onto her Instagram account. Okay, okay, of okay. her with Madonna. I'm just playing devil's advocate because Gaga's being kind that's yeah. why <laughs> she was don't born- up on she me, was Katie. born brave and I need you to respect that <laughs> <clears throat> so do you feel that they've reached a crossroads I hope so I mean I'm over I guess for a long long time I feel like I I was uh, an idiot because I played into the women against women and I you know what I mean like uh, media hitting them against each other and I fell for it and nowadays I'm just like who cares like enjoy good music if you don't like somebody there are plenty of other artists it's oversaturated you can find somebody else you do you you do you live mm-hmm. your dream yep sorry I actually say you do you all the time Katie can vouch for this it's true and where did you get that I got that from Tyler <laughs> God bless <laughs> where did you hear that I don't know where did I hear that fabulous like trademark cash I'll send rate. you some merch it's fine great do you have t-shirts that say no you do but you? like now I'm like texting I'm like get it, get it done I need it, I need it by the end of the day there you go yeah um so, uh, and how do you feel about Gaga in general this year? Because we just named her our Woman of the Year, Billboard's Woman of the Year. Congratulations to both of you, Billboard and <laughs> to Gaga. Because really, it's an honor it's more an about honor Billboard. It's an honor for everyone involved. Right. Um, um, American Horror Story, and she did the Sound of Music I'm tribute. I'm so happy. I just watched I mean, the Sound of Music tribute again last night. Oh, it's so just good. Just because it felt like appropriate. Because um, <laughs> it was a Saturday. I don't know. Uh, or was it? Sunday. Whatever. Any day is a good day for Gaga. Um, this year, any like day is a good. Sorry, <laughs> I feel like it's a good year for Gaga. I feel it like is. I, I'm a Gaga apologist, so she could like punt a baby, and I'd be like, the art, <laughs> yes, the, the art. art. I mean, art. not actually, but you know, I just would find you know a redeeming quality in anything she does. So, mm-hmm. 
what I'm saying is this year, I, I'm happy that I think the general public can also see what I appreciate in her. It, it does feel like she's having a lot of, like, a series of moments, especially with American Horror Story Hotel. I have mm-hmm. not seen the first episode. I probably will not because I'm just, it's cringy. I can't do scary. You can't mm-hmm. do scary. I've never seen an episode of any of those, that show. Yeah. <laughs> Although I did read about what happens? a scene. Uh, the, the, the scene. The foursome scene with the... No, not that scene. Oh. Okay. Some other scene with a drill situation? Oh, I don't know. Oh, God. I don't know. It, it was... There's blood and there's killing. All and, I knew mm. was once I read that, I was like, well, I'm glad I don't watch. <laughs> um, what do you think of her cover of Sheik's uh, I Want Your Love? All about it. Anything she, Listen, you Anything can't ask me a single thing from it. The only thing that I really <laughs> questioned was when she did the Thanksgiving special and she... With the did, Muppets. Which I loved, because uh-huh. I love the new Muppet show. Um, which I... Oh my God, Gaga should do an appearance on that. Okay, anyway. Um, <laughs> when she wore that brown... It looked like a a condom situation <laughs> during her duet with RuPaul. with RuPaul. Right. It's the only thing I think I'll ever question. Like, <laughs> B plus. Everything else is an A. Be kind, Tyler. I'm nothing but kind. When you mm. meet her, is that the one thing that you would ask about? Oh my God, I have so much to ask. <laughs> you've already met her though. No, but I want like a real sit down one hour interview because there are Dude, like Dude, you've interviewed things... Michelle Obama for God's sakes and you've had like a meeting with the president. I but think here's you can the meet thing. with Gaga. She's busy. <laughs> have you not seen her schedule this year? <laughs> I hear she's busy. She's quite busy. No, there are things like like what happened on the set of the Edge of Glory music video or once she tweeted she was halfway done with the Born This Way album after five singles so I'm like should there be five more singles but did she get cut off like there are Mm. questions I need to be asking so many questions and sorry no no (laughs) I don't mean to turn this into the Gaga no 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 I was doing that um, because I I care Um, does Gaga factor into your new book binge at all your new book binge which comes out in October 20th oh my god um there is discussion. I feel like it's it's half my life, half pop culture commentary um, in the intersection of, you know, what happened when I kind of came to Hollywood and all the, like, things that happened behind the scenes. So, yes, there are moments with all of my queens. So, the books, <laughs> does the book start, because the book is 300 and something pages. It's I may, a hefty I've, book. I, it's a hefty book. Yeah. Is it, like, like Helvetica, 18 point, like, triple space? Uh-huh. It's a word a page, actually. It's a word a page. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give me that look. No, it's um. I've not read the book. I've read an ex- a small excerpt. I'll send you about a someone copy. named Adam who oh. who worked in a, in a telemarketing yeah, oh thing, God. and he was like straight, but then maybe he wasn't straight. The drama. <laughs> no, I was like total. I'm like I'm like give me the next. Where's the next? Give me the. And I was like it oh, reads very. Bring me a book today. It reads very fan fiction. No, it's no. in the mail <laughs> with gifts and gifts. Gaga albums. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. So does the book start from when you moved to Los Angeles after it's, school? It's uh it's not chronological, so every chapter lives independently. So um each chapter has like a theme. It's kind of in an order, like from before YouTube to YouTube to now. But it you don't have to read it in order. So it's kinda of, it's hard to explain in that sense. It's a, it's a collection of essays, so it's not like a full story of the, from beginning to end. When did you start writing this? Uh a few years ago, um I was offered a book deal. I had no clue I could ever write a book. I tried to do it. I was like, I'm terrible. Because there's lots of YouTubers with a lot of books. I'm aware. Around. I have them all. Um, <laughs> I know. I saw that YouTube video. <laughs> Match the title with the oh, YouTuber. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so I started to try to write and I realized like I have A, nothing to write about and B, I have no point of view. C, I don't think I'm a writer. Let me try to be a writer first before I like try to do a book. Mm-hmm. So I said no to the book deal, just started to write. And then once I felt like I made a proposal, I 
took it back to my book agent. I was like, I think I'm ready to write a book. And I can ask for more money now. <laughs> yeah, girl. <laughs> it's like, you know, so I was thinking, um, I'm actually better than we all thought. True. So, That's true. <laughs> um, because I think the, the, I think most people would think, you know, we learn about you so much through your YouTube channel or the assumption is we learn a lot about you, the person. Mm -hmm. So what is there left to find out in the book? But I think you actually, you're not super personal. I'm really YouTube, not. Really. Um, I feel like there's a level of intimacy on YouTube where you're watching these people every single day. You feel like you're getting to know them. But even the people in your life, like at school or at work, you don't really know them like until they let you in. Um, and so while the intimacy is there and while there is definitely a, 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 a connection, um, there's a lot that I don't put on the table on YouTube, whether it's relationships or family or um, a lot about my high school life, my personal life day to day and what happens behind the scenes. Um, I don't talk about that on YouTube or in the podcast anywhere, really. And, and did you say that for the book or you were just it's like, all in the book? Is it, is it, <laughs> it, it I really do feel like I'm like, save it for the book, cut it all open, let myself spill out. You know what I mean? That's how it feels. Was there something that was off limits? For the book no that you're just like did you have like a chapter like an essay done you're like i can't put that in there no well yeah but then it's in there it's still it's, it's, after a long discussion with my attorney we no. discovered that. there were a lot of talks of, like with lawyers and everybody of like what's allowed and just because like apparently the book world is libelous and yeah like full of lawsuits um yeah. so yeah it's the Everything's in there, as I'll say. Wow. Yeah. Um, is this sort of like a companion piece to the documentary film about you that's coming out For in sure. December? For yeah. uh, sure. Nervous? Yeah. Um, Funny, I make those segues. Thank you. No, yeah. It's I, called promo, it's... Tyler. Get it. Oh, my God. Get Teach that me promo. <laughs> um, so, Snervous is kind of like a year in the life type of feel. It's a behind the scenes documentary. It's fly on the wall. It's um, not very flashy in the way like I think of like Katy Perry part of me right where it's like following her tour but it's like a magical mystery extravaganza tour? it's a magical mystery there tour. sure yeah uh -huh. um it's not so much that it's more of like fly on the wall this is what happened um and I was so nervous because that just followed me for months and months and months and I was like what is this gonna be about like what is the the story um and then I finally just saw the final cut like this past weekend um, and I cried and it was just an experience. That has to be really strange to watch your life back it basically. Was a lot of moments of cringing. <laughs> a lot of moments of like is that what I'm like? <laughs> um, but I feel like it's good because it's like you know what I would rather be honest and show the good and the bad and like moments where I'm crazy and for people to just get me. And when it comes to binge, it's like I'm telling a lot of the stories and I'm bringing you along for those rides and I'm introducing you to a lot of those people. And then in Snervous, you actually get to meet those people and you get to see the, these things unfold. Wow. Yeah. So I think they definitely go hand in hand. Um, and is the movie going to be in theaters and uh, or is it going to be some sort of other direct to digital service? Or uh, is it that will all be, up in the air? It'll be, it's a little up in the air, but it'll definitely be available for everyone. Um, but there will be a theatrical release, which Ooh. is weird and crazy. So it's going to be like a Hollywood red carpet premiere and yeah, everything. Yeah, girl! <laughs> <laughs> I got to get dressed up. Um, who directed the film? Amy Rice, uh, who is incredible. And she, um, I met her like uh, via FaceTime. And we were having a bunch of meetings with a bunch of directors. And we she couldn't come into L.A. And... I met her via FaceTime. I was like, that's her. She is like, she gets me. She gets YouTube. And what she doesn't get about YouTube, she's so eager to learn and to like present. 
Um, and she worked on the Lindsay Lohan uh, the docu- the documentary follow for, for own. own. Wow. And she also did um, uh, a docu follow ish uh, with Barack Obama. So I very much trusted her vision. And I was like, you know what? And I'm she somewhere nice. in between Obama <laughs> and Lindsay. <laughs> Lohan. Somewhere. Somewhere. Um, on the spectrum. On the spectrum. She, she was incredible. And it's a, one of those things where if I didn't trust her as much as I did, I don't think the movie would be anything. Like, I, I think f- for what she got out of me, it was all because of my relationship with her and because I, I was like, I believe what, in what you're doing. You know what I mean? Do you have final cut on the movie? Uh, a little bit. In a lot of what I had said, they were like, trust me, it's important to keep that in. And I was like, but, and they're like, just give it some thought. And so, um, yeah, as much as I have final opinion, Um, I don't know how much final cut I get. I'm not the one splicing. Right. Yeah. So is this going to be like your truth or dare moment? (laughs) There is a lot where Corey, when he watched it with me, he goes, he was looking at me like, girl, this is what I deal with. (laughs) So yeah. Yep. It's something. Um, Last thing I want to ask before we go. Sure. Um, Your your BFF, Troy Savon, Mm -hmm. is doing quite well right now. Yeah. Um, how you feeling about about him and his in his music career? He's about to do his first sort of live gigs here in the next like week or two. Uh, it's incredible. I mean, I think the concept of people being able to uh, be in charge of their own destiny within the entertainment industry, whether it's music or film or book or whatever, it's a cool moment mm-hmm. because it's not just for them, but it's also for the people, the kids and the, the fans and the fandom that see that happen and feel empowered to follow their dreams. And so when I think about Troy, he very much took everything into his own hands and made it happen. Um, Just like you. Shush. <laughs> Just well, like Gaga. I, 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 no, I feel, and, and the last thing I'll say about this, I feel like we've reached sort of like a, like sort of the breaking point with, sure. with sort of social media stars. And I, I put that in air quotes and I know it's cheesy to say, but we saw Sean Mendez go from Vine to having a top 10 record and a number one album. Isn't uh, he like number five right now or something? Well, it depends on which chart you look at. But on sure. the Hot 100 chart, which is the most important chart, he's top 10 with <laughs> Stitches. Wait, okay, I, I'm aware. I mean, plus, I only follow the Hot 100. It's trust. all right. <laughs> I, you may even look at some other chart. No, 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 um, no. And, you know, and then, you know, Troy's had two top five albums on the Billboard 200 chart. And, you know, you're like a multimedia conglomerate into yourself. And yet, it, it, we've, we've reached that point. Does it feel like we've I feel reached like that point? Putting the social media stars in quotes is important because and, it's, you know I don't because, mean it in the email. No, I, I, know, I, know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I don't mean um, like that. But it's it's one of those things where if you are Katy Perry and you're not a quote social media star, then I don't know if right now in 2015 uh, the approaches what is necessary. Right. You know what I mean? Um, because that a lot of fans expect that connection, and if you're not doing Twitter and Instagram and this and that and One Direction's on Snapchat now and you know they all of these their things list on Snapchat. right it's if you're not doing it in a way that is connecting to what the audience expects then I don't know how successful it'll be I mean obviously Katy Perry is going to do fine if she doesn't even have Twitter but I think if you want to make it right now um, you have to be a social media star quote or not quote basically just follow in Tyler Oakley's footsteps live that dream <laughs> you do you Tyler. you do you um, thank you so much, Tyler. Of course. Thank Yay. you for having me. Awesome. Thanks so much, Tyler, for coming in. Um, Katie, what'd you think of Tyler? Um, he was 
totally amazing and rocking the best Shania Twain t-shirt also while he was talking to us. Oh, that's right. From her uh, her recent tour. He so. went to go see Shania. Yes, he said he saw her twice, well, actually. Yep. <laughs> All right then, Tyler. Um, Tyler is lovely and um, he couldn't be nicer and um, all all good success to him and uh, yeah. Thanks, Tyler. Um, now, you know what time it is, Katie? What time is it, Keith? It's time for the Chart Stat of the Week. Yeah. This week in 1962, on October 20th, Bobby Boris Pickett and the Crypt Kickers hit number one on the Billboard Hot 100 with The Monster Mash. Yes. Um, I know, believe it or not, that song actually went to number one. That's amazing. Like this novelty Halloween song. I'm okay with it. This is a, this is a great song. <laughs> just, it just sort of proves how popular it was. Yes. Um, the seasonal spooky favorite and graveyard smash, hey, uh, <laughs> spent two weeks at number one. It continues to be a popular track around Halloween each year and can be found on the new album, Now That's What I Call Halloween. Because, you know, really, the Now That's What I Call Music brand really needed a Halloween album. Yes. I actually thought, like, they should have been doing one, like, ages ago, because they had Now That's What I Call Christmas. Yep. And they've had, like, five different permutations of that. They even have, like, a Now That's What I Call Country Christmas. Now That's What I Call Veterans Day. Nope. Et <laughs> they, they do have Patri- Now That's What I Call Patriotic Country. Okay, well, then I'm not far off. Yeah. <laughs> you can listen to that on Veterans yeah. Day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, and they had, you know, very... um you know, themed uh, things. And I think this was one that was sort of kind of crying out to be done. And yes. so the Monster Mash is on this album a lot, along with some other, you know, spooky favorites. Um, but yeah, this week in 1962, the Monster Mash, the Monster Mash, <laughs> hit number one on the Billboard Hot 100. And there we go. And there's your chart stat of the week. And that's Seasonal. It. Seasonal. Your seasonal chart stat of the week. <laughs> Um, I think that's it. I mean, I, I guess, I guess if two interviews and meeting Janet Jackson is enough for you, then I guess we can stop this podcast. Who'd you meet this past weekend? <laughs> oh, nobody important. But you saw Don Henley two weeks ago. I saw Don Henley two weeks ago, but I did not get to meet him. And I, now I'm feeling jealous that a sticker wasn't in my envelope. Don doesn't seem like a meet and greet kind no, of guy. He no, he does not. He does not. I did meet him one time, though, actually. Yeah, I met him this summer. Really? Yeah, when he did, I got to go to a listening session for Cass County and listen to uh, more than half the album in, like, July. And met him and maybe got hit on by him also, <laughs> potentially. Did, but you actually, like, shook his hand and was like, hi, I'm Katie yeah, from Billboard. Yeah, I said hi. And I, and, and I was like, do you mind if I take a photo with you? And he said, I'll always take a picture with a pretty lady. <gasps> That's And my husband was like, oh, Don Henley just hit on you. Was her, was her husband there it. with you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he took the photo. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> oh, that's well, you know, he's 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 working the press. <laughs> yes. he's, and and look, you probably you probably gave that Cass County listening session some glowing coverage. I on did, and I, I love that album. <laughs> You're like, I love that album. Pretty ladies like me just love. Yeah. <laughs> what was the name of that Eagles song? Uh, pretty, pretty. Oh, um, oh, no, all the. Are you thinking of Led Zeppelin? Which one are you thinking? All the pretty somethings? Never mind. <laughs> tangent. Never Real mind. tangent. Okay, so we'll be back next week. <laughs> um, Katie, do you have any parting words? Uh, just, you know, 
uh, I'll be over here waiting for Adele to release new right. music. By the time, who knows? <laughs> by the time you actually hear this podcast, the Adele could have actually yeah, put out we'll an see, album. Hopefully, I hope that happens. I love it. every single week. It's always like, by the time you hear this, Rihanna, Beyonce, and Adele could have put out a, a, a Tringle. Surprise album. A surprise album. <laughs> um, let's go out on um, uh, The Monster Mash. Obviously. Obviously. Um, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Thanks. Bye. Bye. The Mash. He did the monster mash. The monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. He did the mash. It caught on in a flash. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.